right. Hi. Hi, Darcy. I'm Danny. Hi, Danny. I'm Darcy. It's so good to meet you. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh, what was I just going to say before that came on? I have no oh, idea. Oh, I wish I could remember. I'm sure it was. I hung up a curtain, so hopefully this sounds better in here. I have a new mic, which is cool, too. So fingers crossed there's less echoing. It's still not going to be perfect because I don't have everything I need sorted out, but pros- well, progress. Progress. You may hear dogs barking at some point because both of mine are right next to me and they bark at everything. So That's okay. Just a warning. <laughs> I know. I'm now. I don't have anyone around, which is so weird for me. <laughs> Stop! And now one of them is trying to get me to pay attention to her, and I can't use the computer. Stop it! Oh, okay. I remember what I was going to say. Um, how cool is it to see how many places the podcast has been listened to? I think that's really cool. Isn't that crazy? What was it like? Yeah. Sixty-four different like cities or something? I think so. Yeah, and like quite a handful of different countries oh i showed a friend of mine and she's like you guys are like tearing it up in italy (laughs) (laughs) yay (laughs) we we gotta be popular somewhere does that mean we're gonna get like we're gonna be able to go over there at no charge or what i hope so and if they want to send boxes of wine or something (laughs) oh yeah good point have you ever been there um, no, the only place I've ever been outside of the country is the Bahamas. Okay. See, I've never been anywhere. Well, I mean, I've never been anywhere tropical like that. Like I lived in Florida, which is disgusting for a little while. <laughs> it's kind of a different uh, country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an armpit. And I had been to Mexico as like a young child, but like not an adult, but I did go to Venice, a few different places in Italy, but Venice was like my favorite. Ah, oh, it's so cool. It's just so laid back, man. Like, I can't imagine living there and just being, like, just strolling around. Like, I don't know. Like, I live here. It was really cool. But I digress. We live in New Hampshire, so that's cool, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I actually really do love where we live, so I can't imagine moving somewhere else. I mean, I don't know. My whole family's moving to freaking South Carolina, so I don't know. Oh, Oh, boy. I know. I'll go visit. Just gotta make enough money that I can just have houses wherever I need them, you know? Just that would be nice. That's all I need. Yeah. God, is that so difficult? You wouldn't think. <laughs> so what are what are we doing today? Because just for everyone's knowledge, we actually had recorded two other episodes that were just lost in space. Like I don't know where they ended up. They're not on my computer. They're not in the program we use to record so I don't know what happened so I think we're doing at least one of those today right we are one of life's greatest mysteries well we're really gonna nail it this time yeah (laughs) I have no idea how we did on the last one but (laughs) um I don't even remember it so I don't know but I also it's like a new surprise (laughs) yeah so today we're gonna do the tilt and in again so this oh that's right we've recorded it and hopefully this one does not disappear Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. So I'll just uh, I'll just get into it. <laughs> so the Tilton Inn, shockingly, is in Tilton, New Hampshire, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I have actually stayed here. And I'll I'll get into my own experiences. But the inn has actually been investigated by TAPS, which is the Atlantic Paranormal Paranormal Society. Paranormal. Paranormal. Um, most people. <laughs> 
well, a lot of people may know about it as Ghost Hunters from the TV show Ghost Hunters. If you want to watch the episode where they actually went here, um, it's season six, episode 13. You're welcome. And <laughs> they concluded that the end does, in fact, have paranormal activity and beyond that of a child because there is a child who we know died there. Well, I know that. You may not. I don't know. I think I just remembered something from the first time we did this because, mind you guys, this it was actually a while ago that we recorded, hence why it's like missing. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was just in the system for like a certain period of time and then it disappears or something. But it was a little while back and then, you know, moving spaces and all that. But I think I remember this because I, I believe I brought up at the same time the Three Chimneys Inn because isn't that place supposed to be haunted too? It is, yes. And, and it made me think of that. Yeah, we should totally go there because that's local enough, too, for me to be able to go pretty much whenever. Um, I, I will go today, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have till 5 p.m. It's 11, 12. All right. I will shower real quick after this, and then we're going <laughs> to Wash go. your butt. <laughs> I do. I have, to, I have to wash the bum and the vag, you know, make sure I'm fresh. <laughs> wash, wash all the crevices. Fresh to death. Um, so the Tilton Inn was built in 1875. I'm just moving on. And it was previously known as the 1875 Inn. They get really creative with the names for this place. I was <laughs> um, just going to say, wow. Yeah. Couldn't somebody, have seen that Somebody was late to work that day. <laughs> They're like, ah, fuck it. I'll just what did you come up it. with? He's like, oh, oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> well, it's 1875. <laughs> <laughs> it has hosted some very notable guests, though, such as Henry Ford and Thomas Edison. If you don't know who they are, then you probably fucking hated history like I did, but I still know who they are. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, it speaks a little more too. <laughs> the building has burned down three times with about a hundred years separating each fired fire, which each fired. <laughs> I was going to say fired. And then I was like, that's not the right <laughs> word. There's no, d um, it was initially thought that in the 1800s, presumably the first fire to have occurred there. I don't think I just said that right. It was initially thought that in the 1800s, <laughs> that's when the first fire was to have occurred. And Laura was trapped in the room her family had been staying in and perished in the fire. However, it turns out that is not true. So the room that is now known as the Samuel Sanborn Room and nicknamed Laura's Room, um, research conducted by TAPS revealed that Laura had actually died in that room from dysentery, not from the fire. So they were able to at least get that straightened out. Laura is reportedly one of the spirits known to roam the inn and has been seen not only in the Sanborn room, but also in the restaurant area and the main entrance. And there is a picture of her in the entrance area. Um, I think it's, if I'm remembering correctly, it's on the wall before you go into the restaurant. So maybe she likes to go down there and see her picture. Maybe it makes her feel more, or maybe that's what makes her still connected to the place in a way. I don't know, but mm, it's kind of weird that like, I know ghosts don't necessarily stay in the one spot they died in or whatever, but I think it's interesting she is seen in one of the places that her picture is hanging yeah. on the wall. Like, well, you know, she I mean, see that? If Does you she believe in all her? that, they always usually say sometimes, you know, if something was left behind or whatever, yep. that they can be attached to that. Um, I was just thinking before that, how I was like, oh man, dysentery, that must be a shitty way to die. And then I was like, eh. uh, <laughs> but really, uh, it's going to suck. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what it was originally, but 
I do now, not because I've had it. Oh my goodness, Bailey. Stop. <laughs> Maybe Bailey has dysentery. She just keeps wanting me to pet her and I can't because I have to, you know, she be on the computer. Me. <laughs> um, the room that appears to have the most activity aside from the Sanborn room or the rooms are the Mary Baker Eddy room, the Charles E. Tilton room, and the Ford room. The inn was also used as a jailhouse, which was located in the lower level, but it's unclear if there are still jail cells down there or not. And the building has been remodeled multiple times, probably partly because, you know, it keeps catching on fire every hundred years. Like how long ago was it a jail? Do you know? That's kind of cool. I would love to see that. I always think that stuff's really neat. Um, I don't know how long ago it was a jail. I know that it was a long time ago. It wasn't like last year. Um, I did find it, I think. And now I can't remember when it was a jail, but it was a long time ago. And I don't think they let anybody go down there. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up, bro. I'm going to look it up, bro. Bro (laughs) Additional research that was done by TAPS found that eight people have actually died at the inn and possibly more. So there was at least eight people. Um, Three of the deaths were children. There's also a report Mm. that one man committed suicide in one of the rooms, but I couldn't find anything that said which room it was. And the only thing I could find was that someone committed suicide and it was a man. I couldn't find his name, couldn't find anything. But supposedly he was found by one of the staff members who was cleaning his room. He's believed to contribute to a lot of activity here in that specific room. On many occasions, staff have gone into the room where the suicide took place and have found the bed in complete disarray after it had previously been made and they know that they made it. So I guess he doesn't like the bed to be made. Neither do I, bro. Yeah, I don't make mine. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. I'm just going to make a mess later anyway. Exactly. Hi. Whatever. Some of the other paranormal activity reported at the inn includes rattling glasses in the restaurant and things being knocked off the shelves, doors opening and closing, people getting touched, people claim to have seen two young female apparitions, and in the restaurant... 30 people all claim to have seen a gargoyle-type figure in the corner of the room. What? A gargoyle? A gargoyle. <laughs> so, like a, so weird. On one hand... Like, did they just think it was like a statue, you know? Where they I just know. Like, like, that's weird. And then they were all like, like, and then it wasn't there all of a sudden. They were like, you saw that, right? So where did it go? It just seems very far-fetched to see a gargoyle-type of figure, but then at the same time with 30 people all saying they saw the same thing. It does kind of make you wonder what they saw. And there is, if you watch the episode on um, the Ghost Hunters episode on this, when they went to investigate, they do have a picture of the gargoyle type of figure that was seen. Somebody took a picture. Um, it's really just like a black like silhouette. And I, I don't know that I would say it looks like a gargoyle, but it's definitely weird looking. Yeah. It's strange. I can't quite find. <clears throat> I really wanted to find out when it was a jail. I think that's interesting. I do think that's interesting too. Uh, I really want to go the down. website I initially clicked on had a bunch of other haunted places and like tons of them were in Portsmouth. So I was like, all right, well, we're going to those places apparently. Um, yes, we also need to go there. Um, so in the Sanborn room, which is also known as Laura room. Laura's room. I just cannot talk today. 
<laughs> I guess had come out of the shower and saw a child sitting on the bed. Then just like that, it was gone. And the upstairs level has an apartment and some of the activity reported there includes people seeing balls of light in the air and um, they'll be there one second then seem to just disappear and people report their hair being stroked. Ew. <laughs> that would gross me out. Can you imagine, like, don't you, doesn't it make you wonder, like, if there have been moments in your life that you just, like, saw a person and, like, that kid on the bed kind of deal and mm-hmm. then they were gone, but you just, like, were like, oh, they must have, like, ran off or something. Like, how many times it wasn't that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? In reality, it's like, no, you totally just saw a ghost, but you were just living your life. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm not, my brain's not going to process the fact that that was a ghost and I'm just... Like I'm people on the sidewalk or something and yeah. you just think it's a dude. And you never know. Maybe I'm a ghost. I do want to get... I saw a sweatshirt on Etsy that said future ghost and I really want to get that. Oh, that's fun. Because I really want to haunt people when I die. <laughs> I mean, what else am I going to do in the afterlife? You're haunting people now. <laughs> I am. I'm spooky. I'm so spooky. I'm so spooky. (laughs) So, as I said, I have actually stayed here in November of 2020, which was probably like the worst year ever. Fucking. I was going to say, yeah, the big C. Yeah. You could have been a ghost in that that place right now if the table, you know, if it was just bad timing. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Um, I stayed there in November of 2020 and I, did you stay overnight? Yes. I, I was there for two nights. Um, and I specifically stayed in the Sanborn, Sanborn room, which is Laura's room. And I stayed in that room with one of my friends who just happened to be named Laura. Um, so I thought it was kind of, Oh, is is this Laura, the Laura I know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like her. I, I was like, um, if the ghost is Laura and Laura, my friend, is also in here, maybe she'll haunt the shit out of her all night yeah. and that would be hilarious. <laughs> and yeah, she'll be like, oh, samesies, twinsies. Twinning. Twinning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so two other friends also joined us on the second night, but they stayed in the room next to us, which I believe was the Dodge room. Um, and before I stayed here, I knew that it had reports of paranormal activity, obviously. And I knew there had been at least one fire. Um, and then I knew that a child named Laura had died there and I knew what room she was in. And that's why I wanted to stay in that room, mm-hmm. but purposely did not do a lot of research on the inn or the activity there because I didn't want to contaminate myself basically. Yeah. Um, so I wanted I feel to like, I would want to be that way too, because I feel like I would just like make shit up in my head. Yeah. And I had also at that time thought that Laura had died in a fire there, not from dysentery, because I didn't find oh, out right. yeah. that until after. Um, so I just didn't want to know a lot of things that had happened because then you kind of make it up in your head that you think mm-hmm. something happened to you. So I just wanted to go there without knowing what could potentially happen, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I didn't notice any weird or creepy feelings, but I did seem to feel nauseous and kind of crampy every time we were in our room, which was definitely weird. And I felt fine anywhere else at the inn, any place we went outside of the inn, um, because Tilton has some shopping outlets and stuff. So we weren't at the inn the entire time we were there. 
Um, and I was completely fine, but it was only when I was in that room, I would start feeling kind of nauseous and just yucky, which at the time I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm just freaking myself out because I know somebody actually died in this room and now I'm just being a little bitch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, later when I looked at the activity at the end and then I actually watched the ghost hunts hunters episode, I, that's when I realized and found out that she had actually died from dysentery, which is an infection of the intestines that causes severe uh, diarrhea. And yeah. one of the symptoms is abdominal cramping. So could that just be a coincidence? Absolutely. Um, but I just thought it was very strange for sure. And yeah. Laura didn't have any, my friend, Laura, not the ghost, Laura. Um, <laughs> she didn't really feel any cramps or nauseous or anything when she was in there. She was completely fine. I feel like as the in the people who work there, wouldn't you want to have like that room cleansed or something? I mean, they have a restaurant. So like <laughs> if people are just going in there being like, oh, I feel shitty now. It's the food. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And the food was actually really good too. <laughs> um, yeah. It was and, great stay, but I got, I got food poisoning. Right? Like, no, it was just Laura. <laughs> Laura, you feel like you're about to shit your pants. It's fine. <laughs> Cut it out, Laura. A disclaimer on the door you might get diarrhea in here. <laughs> Room has been known to cause diarrhea. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh, man. Like, I, I love my rim. <laughs> if you shit your pants, you're just haunted. <laughs> Quick it's five fine. pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should go there more often. <laughs> um so at one point my friend laura not the ghost but my friend laura well the ghost (laughs) is also my friend i'd like to say uh we were in the room we were just talking getting ready to go out and i specifically remember turning the lamp off that was on my side of the bed and then i bent over to put my shoes on and then i stood up to grab my wallet that was next to the lamp and the lamp was back on and i even remember hearing the clicking of the lamp when i turned it off so I looked at Laura, again, my friend Laura, and I was like, dude, I swear I turned that off. And she was like, yes, yes, you did. I saw you do it. I was looking at you because we were having conversation. I saw you turn it off. And she was on the other side of the bed the whole time, and she wouldn't have been able to reach across the bed to turn it on. Like, she's tall, but she's not yeah. tall enough that she would have been able to reach across that bed and do that, especially not without me noticing or hearing the button click on. So again, something that was definitely strange. Um, because I didn't hear the, like the click of the lamp turning back on. It was just on. Yeah. Almost like you just never turned it off. Right. But I fucking did. But I did turn it off. Fucking Laura. Eyewitness. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> well, our first night there, I had felt something like, kind of like if someone takes their finger and flicks your ear, not hard, but just like a yeah. light flick yeah. and... <laughs> I felt that a couple times, like on my earlobe. And <laughs> Laura, my friend, was completely out. She's actually snoring a little bit. Not like an <laughs> snore. She's but like, way to call me out, dude. <laughs> yeah, <but> just <laughs> enough. Love you, Laura. <laughs> right. You know someone's sleeping. And I love you and your sleep apnea. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. It wasn't that. Trust me. It was nowhere near as bad as my husband. So I'm fine. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, this is awful. It makes me homicidal. It's crazy when they get to that point of like no longer breathing and then they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
it's like on the one hand you're kind of like well at least it's quiet and on the other hand like like, (laughs) they're like out cold though the whole time it's like god i feel like i would jump out of bed all freaked out if i stopped breathing i just don't know how people sleep because i don't and i just wish i could i just don't sleep yeah maybe that's why i don't get it i have insomnia so i just you know yeah if i actually fall asleep the littlest thing is gonna wake me back up anyway Mm -hmm. because i'm such a light sleeper so whenever someone else is sleeping like my husband and he's snoring like crazy and i know he's actually sleeping and you know getting a restful sleep i'm like fuck you well, I don't sleep much either. And then by the time I fall asleep, like clockwork every freaking night, doesn't matter what time I fall asleep. But by the time I fall asleep and I've been asleep for 35 minutes, my child wakes up and I have to go back upstairs. I'm like, why do I even bother? Ugh. Have kids <sighs> like that. Be yeah. Fun. <laughs> Lucky but they're so freaking cute. <laughs> that's, that's why they stay alive. Mm-hmm. It's a defense um, mechanism. <laughs> But so, yeah, I know I wasn't dreaming it because I was awake. I know that I was awake. I'm always aware when I'm awake, which is always. Um, So I didn't try to make contact with anything or anyone that might have been in the room with us or get up and look around. Do you try to do anything like that when you're at these places? Um, So I follow some people who do. They do like, you know, certain things when they try to talk to them. Like they do what's... Yes. I wish I could think of what it's called. There's one that's cool where they kind of listen to like static in, in a headphone, but will hear yes. like voices. What is that called? I can't think of it. Um, I think it starts with a G. And yeah, now that you asked me, I cannot no, I tell remember. you. But, but yes, yeah, that, it's um, really interesting. One of the places that I just we recently went to, we did that. And it was really interesting. At this place, we didn't. So um, we did try to make contact, just not at this particular time when I was experiencing that. But then the second night we were there, when our other two friends were there, we did try to make contact and we were using um, a pendulum to try to yep. ask yes or no questions and stuff. So, And we were getting responses, but then I asked if the spirit that was communicating with us, if they wanted to continue to communicate with us and it indicated no. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye bye. If you don't want to, I don't know who you are. No pressure, dude. Right. Bruh. But that night when I was feeling something like flick my ear, I was just like, I'm just going to lay here. And if I don't react, will it start doing something more aggressive, like more obvious to get my attention? Mm-hmm. Or is it just going to go away? And it didn't. It just it happened a few times. And then I just kind of ignored it. And then it stopped. And I fell asleep at some point, which was nice. (laughs) So in the morning of our second day there, I got up to use the bathroom like a normal person would. And I closed the door and it was, it's one of those barn doors that just slides back and Mm -hmm. forth. So I went in there, closed the door. I didn't have any issues. I did my business, then went back into the room. Laura, my friend, Laura got up to use the bathroom. And again, like a normal person, she closed the door and it was fully closed. Like, she closed the door. So I was sitting on the bed and I just see the bathroom door start to slowly slide open while Laura's still sitting on the toilet. And so I remember you telling this when we did this the last time, but I guess I didn't note that it was a barn door. Yeah. Which is way weirder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it like it stops like the barn I think door. I was thinking of it swinging so open and closed. Like I missed that detail. So now I'm like, whoa, that's way, way more weirder. Way weirder. Yeah. 
I, and I didn't like, I, I was just in there and I didn't have any issues. But then when she went in there, it, the door was closed. It came to a full stop. She sat on the toilet and then it just starts sliding back open on its own. I'm across. And it hadn't done that any other time you guys had used it. No. And so the way the bathroom is set up where I was sitting on the bed, I could see Laura in the mirror. I could see her reflection of her sitting on the toilet. So I'm just <laughs> staring at her, staring at her, like, on the toilet. Funny and ghost in here. Yeah, and she's just staring at the door as it's slowly <laughs> opening. And it fully opened all the way. We're both, like, we both just sat there like, what the fuck? So then I got up and I closed it. <laughs> I, like, I just totally thought, too, of our first episode when we were talking about poop faces and seeing everyone's poop faces. <laughs> you saw Laura's. <laughs> saw her poop face. <laughs> Which is... It was a face of confusion, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we were both just like, what the hell just happened? That was It was funny. So again, something that was definitely weird. Can we say for sure it was paranormal? No, but it was strange. It was the strange. Yeah. Um, so that second night, we had our two other friends joining us, and we explored their room a little bit, then went back to our room, which was Laura's room, the Stanborn room, to see if we could stir any- anything up. And <clears throat> so, like I was just talking about, one of our friends has a dowsing crystal, and we asked spirit yes or no questions, and we were getting responses, but that's when we ended the session when we asked if the spirit we were communicating with – oh, that's what it was. We asked if it was friendly, and it said no. Oh, so you're we're like, trying to see yeah, I was like, I don't really want to conjure up anything negative or, you know, if it's just not friendly, we'll just leave it alone. That's fine. Um, so the Sanborn room, a.k.a. Laura's room, is at the front of the inn and it has a door that goes out to the balcony. And we we did go out there just to hang out for a bit for a good part of the night, which it was just really fun. It was a little cold because it was in November, but it was still just really relaxing. And we did end up discovering journals in the room, in the Sanborn room, that guests had written in to document their experiences. And I noticed multiple people had reported feeling something had flicked their ear. Really? So it was definitely creepy, but it was validating to know that I'm not as crazy as yeah. I thought. Like, I'm still fucking crazy. But And you saw it after it happened. So. Yeah. We, we didn't even find the journals until that second night we were there. We were looking around the room more. I was like, oh, what the hell is this? So I started pulling them out and we were like, oh, these are all journals you can document you know, your stay here and people will write their names and the dates that they stayed there and all the things that they experienced. So it was, that was pretty cool and pretty validating that some of the stuff we experienced was documented by other people that they experienced it too. Yeah. Um, and so I did bring a really creepy doll with me that was actually a Halloween prop type of thing or like a decoration whatever the fuck you want to call it. I bought it at Big Lots. <laughs> and <laughs> if you push the stomach, it makes weird noises. Ew. Yeah. Probably so I had it <laughs> sitting in a chair that was next to the bed. And I remember thinking, if this thing actually moves on its own or makes any noise, I'm probably going to shit my pants. It never did anything, which is good because I really didn't want to shit my pants. But I decided to leave it there just in case. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> you don't like that? Not that day. I might have shit my pants other days, but um, we won't talk about that. But I did, leave the doll. <laughs> I did leave the doll there because I was like, if anything has attached itself to this thing, I don't want to bring it home. You know. Yeah. So nothing else. Not. <laughs> nothing else really happened while we were there. It was a great state overall with some strange things that did happen that we couldn't really explain. But the restaurant Food was good. Had- 
yeah, has really good food. It's a pretty cool place aside from the whole, you know, being a haunted part. And um, it's a great place if you want to do some shopping in Tilton. has all those outlet stores and then your normal grocery stores and like Kohl's, Walmart, all that stuff. But um, even if you don't go there to stay and you just go there to have lunch or dinner, you could still experience things that happen there because the yeah. spirit. See, I can do those there. things. So we'll have to plan on like that stuff, like going to like lunch or something. Yeah, for sure. And actually, I was just looking at their menu today because I think they updated it since I was there last and that they have some stuff that looks really good. So I am all for going there soon. Maybe one of us could dress like a gargoyle and hang out in the corner. I'll do it. I'll take one for the team. Oh, I'm going to look on Amazon for a gargoyle costume. Let's do it. So that is the story of the Tilton Inn. There's a lot more history that I could have got into, but I didn't. Yeah. So when I was trying to find out about the jail, uh, I couldn't find that information, but when I pulled it up, it's like New Hampshire, like haunted buildings. Mm-hmm. So the first one on here is 698 Middle Road in Portsmouth. Uh, it says the house was built in the late 19th century as a home for orphaned children and eventually became a court-appointed children's home. Legend says a young girl hung herself in her room and can now be seen late at night in the hallway. When she's approached, she reportedly runs away and disappears. Some say they've heard her screams from inside her former room. Locked doors have been said to open of their own will, and lights and ceiling fans have turned on and off for no reason. I wonder if you can visit these places, though, because like some of them will have like a link to go to like the website of wherever, but these ones don't. Yeah. This one's the Mark H. Wentworth House for the Chronically inv- Invalid in Portsmouth. Uh, it began its facility to care for the aging and was privately owned until the 1990s. It says it's still open to many state care patients. So interesting reported activity, feeling of not being alone, locked doors, opening footsteps, objects that move around and other spooky feelings. Yeah. If it's still being used for like a home type of thing. <laughs> I'm just like, Hey, Nana. Be in your room for a little bit. <laughs> I'm just gonna join you in here. Let me know if anything touches you. Uh, um, well, there's the New Hampshire State Hospital in Concord. Yes, you, so you've been I there, right? I should. I should have been. Um, I feel like I, no. I thought you did. Maybe I'm confusing it with another place you'd been to. But we are going to be going to Concord soon. Just saying. I don't know that this you can one actually has a go website. to the state hospital to visit, though. Yeah, I don't know if you can either. Yeah, I this one just goes to I could web. be wrong, but I think the part that used to house the the psychiatric patients, like the actual psychiatric yep. hospital part, I don't know if it's even there anymore. I couldn't figure it out when I was trying to research it, but mm-hmm. I did figure out that you can't go there. Lame. Which is bullshit. It is super bullshit. <laughs> I'm just going to go there anyway. I'll I'll just check myself in. It'll be fine. Oh, what is this one? Murray Hall? No. In Marlow, New Hampshire? It said, where's Marlow? It's in New Hampshire. It says, it said that 1624, in 1624, the building burned to the ground during a town-wide Halloween party killing 70 people. That's not ideal. Now people have reported the feeling of being watched as they walk through the current building rebuilt on the grounds. Oh, the millworks in Dover is on here. 
I used to work in those buildings. Did you? Did you ever notice anything? Um, no, we tried to, so I worked, um, the night shift when I worked there and a couple of friends and I tried to go to the third floor, which is where a lot of the activity was supposed to have happened. And, um, then we got caught. So we couldn't really explore <laughs> <so much. laughs> we yeah, But it's Oh, and the three now. chimneys in is on here too. So by the way, Marlo is. It's like west of Concord. Okay. Just so you know. Hmm. The Beale House Inn. There's so many. And there's the Tilton Inn. Littleton. Wyndham Restaurant. Huh? I've stayed at the Beale House Inn. You have? Mm Mm-hmm. You get around, Darcy. I know. Sleep everywhere. <laughs> um, Hotel Portsmouth. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do some more research anyway, though. Yeah, there's a lot on. There's lots on here. <laughs> so right, let me find. A, let me get a missing person here. That's what I was just gonna say. You read. Shut my it. Face. You were. Shut your face. Shut your face. Let's see if this number has changed since the last time we recorded because it was already like, why are there more? All right, 74. And it looks like these are still the same people. So that's good. All right. So I'm just going to go with the top one here. Okay. Jasmine Dargan. We didn't do this, did we? I don't think so. No. Okay, current age 31, age at, at the time of missing was also 31, uh, missing from Concord, New Hampshire. Uh, hair brown, eyes blue. This is a Caucasian female, uh, approximate height, five foot five inches, weight 150 pounds. It says clothing description, pink hoodie, gray sweater, leggings, black sneakers. So if anyone has any information on Jasmine, you can reach out to the New Hampshire Missing Persons Department at 603-223-3859. And as per usual, we urge you guys to take a look at your state's missing persons list on occasion just to see if there's anything that might pop up that you may be able to offer any information on so it's very sad when people are missing and their family just doesn't have any answers yeah I mean it's so crazy to just think about something like I realize if you're like kind of estranged from someone it might not seem like weird if you're like oh I don't know I haven't even talked to them anyway but like could you imagine if it was just like a immediate family member that you're you know, whatever, your husband or something. And all he took the trash out and then was never seen again. Yeah. It's so nuts to think about. Like, I don't know. I don't know. My husband, if he took the trash out and never came home, I'd probably be like, well, <laughs> he got sick of my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that one coming. Yeah, it was bound to happen eventually. <laughs> no, but I just think it's crazy. I don't know. I can't imagine. Obviously, sometimes it has to do with them getting into bad situations and you know maybe it's not as surprising if they are not around but yeah some of it is not that's not the case so yeah and now especially with sex trafficking being as 
much of a thing as it is. Mm-hmm. When females go missing, it's that much more concerning that they didn't leave willingly. So yeah. Well, and I always wonder too, like if it's like like one of these girls is 15 years old, said she was a possible runaway. If my kid ran away at 15, I'd just be like, oh, they probably went to their friend's house. But then it's like still not found, and it it starts to get more stressful and real. And yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, and again, even if she is a runaway, she's 15. She needs right. to be found. Right. Right. Yeah, I feel like that's like one of those weird in between ages where you assume they're just being a turd and they're with their friend, you know, mm-hmm. but then it gets to a point where you're like, this doesn't feel like it's like that anymore. And Right. Yeah. I don't know, man, but all right. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do it. <laughs> cool. That'll do it. Right. That'll do it. <laughs> awesome. So, um, Thank you to everyone who's been listening. Um, We're getting on track. We have been far more consistent than we were, and we're just going to get better, right, Darcy? We are, and thank you, Italy. Thank you, Italy. Shout out to Italy. (laughs) I really want some pasta. (laughs) Yeah, we'll set up a P.O. box, Italy, if you want to send any treats our way. (laughs) Fuck P.O. box. Just have them send it to my house. No, because then you'll take it all and I won't get any. That's my plan, yeah. You're such a douche. I know. Douche. All right, Darcy, I'm going to end this recording, but it's been real and I'm not going to lose this episode. Yeah, I'm not fucking recording again. (laughs) (laughs) And if something happens, then I say that was uh, meant to be apparently. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Goodbye. Bye.